She was fucking Benjamin Button, but instead of getting younger, she just stayed the same age. <laughs> right. She was born that that, that old. She uh, she was Sade, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this was gonna happen to Sade at 109, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, dog. when the I'm curse is broken. You. I'm telling you, dog. When they break the curse, that's what happens. When somebody, when whoever pulls a sword from uh, from Lover's Rock, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when somebody, when when that man comes and pulls that sword from Lover's Rock, that's when it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Um, please observe the fresh, bucket loud, ninety-seven, Steve Harvey, double breast, sling a south ball, right hand, follow the left, top down to Yukon, into the jet, airborne. Yo, your boys, back at it. Back like we never left, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get these girls so they can get blacked like they never left, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Black, blacked by popular demand, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the Defcon Jive Podcast. Fresh off that Tribe Talks podcast. Y'all gonna hear that soon enough. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ama, the, uh, the, the wonderful queen mother of the Cuff. You know what I'm saying? Doing it big out in LA, you know. You know it's still Friday out there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's just how time zone works. That's science. Mm-hmm. But it's your boy, man. It's your boy Cannon. Back with a second set of aliases in the second day, guys. Right, right. Jesus. Double headed. <laughs> uh, it's your boy Cannon, aka Joey Sax. A phone. You know what I'm saying? Okay. BKA Styles P Anno. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. C- CKA CKA guitar Raji Pinson, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Lastly, it's your boy DKA Trombone Thugs and Harmony. Let's go. Mm. Ah shit. Man, it's your man's Jay Remy, the motherfucking scumbag, infinite the thought whisperer, drip sandstorm. Oh, you know I'm saying oh, the egregious mm. Shuttlesworth. You know what I'm saying the unwashed, the whole cheap cheap fry is still unsullied. It's so you know shiny, dog. It's so shiny. <laughs> the strip club Samar, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm only here to taste. Mm. You know I'm mean? <laughs> gonna waft. You waft that thing, girl. <laughs> you know Francis Ford, Dopola, man, my life yep. like a movie. Yep. But that movie is so plain, you know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> And lastly, man, it's your man, Southwest Airlines. Niggas think they fly till I put that metal through your window. God, good Lord. Good Lord, pull you out. Pull you halfway out that window, son. You think you are. Come on. Come on. Oh, my God. You be riding the wing. Yo, I just think, yo, it's so fucking funny. How like oh, have you ever been I like, like how this starts? I don't like that. Bruh, like, like, not, like, not, like, not seriously. Have you ever been on like a Southwest like airline? Like they do the whole safety thing. Yeah, absolutely. But like, like it's a fucking joke, you know what I'm saying? But, right. Like, <laughs> how fitting, you know what I'm saying, for Southwest Airlines to have a person damn near sucked out the fucking plane, you know what I'm saying? And they didn't go over the motherfucking uh, safety, <laughs> the safety procedures yeah, appropriately, you know what I'm saying? So all for the games until a nigga flies out the plane, dog. <laughs> man, boom. Save us, please. Uh, let me get let me get in this thing, man. This is from my man Cannon, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. We this is your man Boom Dynamite back at it. AKA CK1 Cerebral Knievel. Mind mm. flipping on you hoes. Mm. Uh BK Versace Chachi. Uh Don Fond Dunk, cause it's cause I'm smooth in the cake, stay covered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's fondant, dog. It's so it's so fondanty. So I can't tell people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, DKA, the boy blundered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Um, a, uh, CKA, there's no idea on the track. Let the story begin. <laughs> FKA, I told Cannon I lost the uh, audio. The nigga said, for real? Y'all catch it. Y'all catch it. Um, GKA J Dilly Dilly. Okay. I, re- I only record when the Bud Light comes on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, HKA DJ Premier League. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
I ain't send the track because the bass wasn't kicking. Uh, HKA RZA. Uh-huh. You're going to need a razor to chop this audio up. You know what I'm saying? Razor sharp. Uh, HKA Manny Fresh. Okay. See where I fucked up at? You know where I fucked up? Where you fuck up, boo? I saved it, but I didn't back that ass up. I got to back it up. So that if my, if my shit crashes, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. Um, GKA Yay. Uh-huh. I don't know why there's no sound coming through that wire. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. The, nothing's coming through the wire. Uh, uh, where are we at? LKA, Just Blaze. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My shit ain't saved again. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> but I told Cannon I'm going to do better. And, and, and I really mean it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, HKA Timbo. Okay. All my tracks got double soul on them. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Uh, nigga, SKA Q tip. Oh, Q just a tip. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I gave her one love that made her breathe and stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just off one. Just off one. That's a remix. That's a remix. That's a remix. Q just a yeah. tip. Uh, Last is it lastly? I got two more. Um RK <laughs> oh, yeah, Did you just flip a page though? <laughs> I did. I really, I did. I really heard a page flip. Uh RK Large Professor, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I tell Cannon to send the bass signal when it's about that time. And lastly, uh Wow. Wow. That's a that's a deep one, boom. That's, that's a, a that's deep a, cut. That's a deep cut. TK uh Call my man Cannon the Alchemist. You know what I'm saying? Why, why is that? Because you always got the backup tracks that hold me down. You know what I'm <laughs> That's all producers, all production, all, all, all the niggas that are way better at audio than I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that was. I started with the boy Blunder, and I took you all the way to the Alchemist. You know what I'm saying? That was amazing. And that, with, that, and that with was... the Large Professor mixed in, that. that you know what I'm that, saying? That's amazing. Yeah, that was incredible, yo. <laughs> that was work. You did work. You did work, boom. Congratulations. Dilly Congratulations. Dilly. The J Dilly Dilly. That 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 also. You did work, boom. You won this Appreciate week. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. You definitely won this week. <laughs> yeah. But only you can truly appreciate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Our two listeners don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand because it's seamless. It's so seamless. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Boom Dynamite, not the best. Not the best <laughs> with audio. I told him I'm going to do better. I said, I really mean it. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty. Got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece. Got war and peace inside my DNA. I got Speaking of people who don't blunder, shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Never blunders with the words. Always oh. on point. Uh... The first ever musical act, non-jazz and uh, non-classical, to win a Pulitzer Prize. And it's a stunning, stunning, uh, you know what I'm saying, a stunning shout-out to hip-hop on a global, like, high elite level for an MC to win a Pulitzer. Now, he won it for <laughs> the album Damn, Here which... I think what we all disagree. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I think we all disagree with that choice. Uh, I think they were a little bit late. They should have gave it to Pimple Butterfly. That's, that's something that we need to discuss. But uh, yeah, man, Remy, how how you feel about Kendrick winning a Pulitzer Prize, dog? Major. Bro. All right. So like when you won the Pulitzer Prize for like journalism, that means like you was in like Afghanistan getting shot at. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you did some... You just you did some some like superhero shit to to get a story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you get a Pulitzer Prize for music, like what what is the equivalent Afghanistan? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. I don't feel that I didn't I didn't feel that with damn. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't right. like I, I I like I felt like damn was like a regular fucking rap album. Right, right. 
I, yeah, extra regular to be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so like I like I don't know why Dan stands out, but to Pippa Butterfly doesn't, or Good Kid Mad City doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like I I I agree completely. And <laughs> I think that um This is kind of like the gift and the curse with the Kendrick Lamar type thing, where like Jay said, nobody wants to listen to, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? An hour, you know what I'm saying? 70 minutes of self-righteousness, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. We hate Yakubs, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one wants to hear that for 40 minutes. The, right. No one wants to hear that. And so, like, while uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, you know what I'm saying, was, I, in my mind, more deserving. It's more. It's definitely more Archie than this album. Yeah. And that would be an album I could see them giving it to um, somebody for. Now, I don't want to shade a black man for winning this uh, prestigious award that has never been won um, by a hip-hop artist. Um, Ever. Uh, not even hip-hop. Like It was like classical, and I can't remember the other yeah, genre. It was, it was non-classical, non-jazz. Non-jazz, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want to hate, but it's like, this is not that album. I think, right. <laughs> I, I do believe this is his best album in that he found a way to marry his content, his delivery and style with what's appeasing to the ear so more people can, like, it was more digestible, so we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, by no means is this like, is this the album? This is not like a fucking the score. Like, you know what I'm saying? This right. is not um, miseducation or something that was just like, Jesus Lord. Like, this is sonically something we haven't heard before when we did. Right. Yeah. I, I And that's, that's, that's the main point of what a lot of people in hip hop are saying is that you know, we have all of these albums that are so, like you said, boom, the score is a great, a great um, example because not only was that very well written, Proswell notwithstanding, <laughs> uh, but it was so well produced and it was produced to be an audio movie, right? Every mm-hmm. song had a scene that led to it and every scene connected with the previous song in a way. And then, you know, Lauren Hill on it, the the verses that Lauren Hill spits on there, I mean, from how many MCs to the mask mm. to, you know what I'm saying, just like family business, just everything on there is so top notch that if damn wins a Pulitzer, then what the fuck can the score win? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Like there, right. there's nothing... And, and and I've said this that I hope that Sky Zoo eventually wins a Pulitzer because that's one writing motherfucker right there. That motherfucker can write yeah, his like, way into anything. Like so, I feel, I feel like I feel like Celebration of Us was like. I feel like Celebration of Us and Good Kid, Mad City are like on the same plane, dog. Like mm-hmm. exact, like almost, almost exactly, like ne- like neck and neck. Pause. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And. Like I, I I don't see how I don't see I just don't see how damn is the first rap album to get to get this award. Right, right. And then on top of that, how is Damn not only nominated for a Pulitzer and winning, but how does Damn do that but not win a Grammy? Or or I'm sorry, not win uh album of the year at the Grammys. Like how do you win a, a how you win a much higher prestigious award than the Grammys and not like, win the Grammys? Like, is, is it is it like more prestige? Is it more prestigious though? Like like I think it's more like obscure. Because like the, like to be honest to be honest with you like I nah, I, I, I didn't know nothing about this uh, I didn't know nothing about this award. That's what I'm saying. Like I thought the book. I thought the Pulitzer's were for motherfucking like Tom Brokaw's and shit. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that make it? Wouldn't that make it even more badass? Be like, dude, I got a Pulitzer. Like, nigga, you right? <laughs> right. I'm a rapper. <laughs> oh damn, you must be that nigga. Like, you must be that. <laughs> so like, like, but like that said, like, I would like to, I, I would like to know. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all know more than I do. But like, what, what is this award given out for? So let's go to. The trusty Googles. Uh, the Pulitzer Prize is an award for achievements in newspaper, magazine, and online journalism, literature, and musical composition in the United States. Uh, Mike Will made it? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Each year, 102 jurors are selected by the prize board to serve on 20 separate juries for 21 award categories. Uh, yeah, it's just supposed to be like a, a huge honor. And you're supposed to be the top of the top. I mean, we knew that. But like... Yeah. So like, but like Mike Will made it is like a is like a Pulitzer Prize winning composer now. Yeah, yes he so, is. So you're, so you're telling me he does not have to be humble and sit down. You know what I'm saying, like <laughs> little bitch. No, <laughs> no, you don't. Like, like that's that. But that's what I mean. Like, I feel like. Dr. Dre is made, is way more, uh, <laughs> you know, deserving Bruh. of this award. You know, saying above white men, Mike Will made it. And, and and to that point, like you know, what I'm saying, like there's so much more works that kind of like uh, exhibit, like or tell the the black story. Embody, you know what I'm like, embody blackness. And not just like 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 I'm trying to like use the journalist. Uh, uh, perspective where like they're actually telling that story, like they're portraying oh, see, that out. See, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So for like 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 maybe like an America's Most Wanted or like uh I don't know, like a black on both sides where they're telling you different aspects about being black in America, like there's other albums that do that and I do and, and do that better than this. So right. it's like or even just being like not even about being black, but being young in America. You know what I'm saying? There's other albums that, you know, talk more about being young mm-hmm. and what it's like a day in their life. So I, I just don't know that this is I mean, I, I, I feel like Layla's wisdom was like the story of black, uh, black woman America. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, um, what about uh? Oh man, I lost. So, so yeah, all right, I got it. Boom, you were talking about uh, better albums that embody that. So, would you say that something like "It Takes a Nation to Hold Us Down" from yes. PD would win? Exactly, should win a Pulitzer instead. Exactly, stuff, exactly. something like that. Okay, you know, but y'all just talking about like black stuff. I feel like any Taylor Swift album is just like it's like Yakub America. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm saying about stuff that's like culturally, that's like you know, what I mean, that's culturally important. Right, you know what report, report and, from the, from the front lines. Exactly. Yeah, and, and then if I were to take this album, I'd be able to just pick it up and say, "Oh, this is what it's like in the late uh, 2010s." You know what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. a as a young man or female, and that's not what it does. Right. I mean. But at the same time, though, you do have to give him some credit for such for it is it might not be his best work, but it is a very well produced work. Right. It, uh, listen, I'm going to do this. Canning. Canning. Right What's up? So, look, uh, it's, it's, it's widely accepted that that um, Reasonable Doubt is Jay's greatest album. Correct. Absolutely. And this album, he's literally just portraying the reality of his life. I mean, the reality of his of his uh, of the figure he chooses to create. Mm-hmm. His playing, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Therefore, it's, he, he's wearing a he's wearing a uh, fedora hat and oh shit, uh, he's wearing a fedora <laughs> hat and um, a scarf. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like all that. Yeah. It wasn't. He didn't get critical acclaim until like. Uh, volume two, when he, when he when he became a more of an all around rap, when he realized that I can't just spit gangster, like when he when he when he when he dropped a little uh Annie joint, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and he and he became an all around player. That's when he became the 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 best rapper, or the biggest name in the in the game. Yep, that's that's what we know him from. Same thing with K Dot. You know what I'm saying? K Dot released. You know what I'm saying? Just pure. I'm telling you where I'm from. Uh, good kid, Mad City, and I'm showing you my skills. You know what I mean? And he wasn't really truly accepted until he released this album that was like more homogenous. Well, I'm, just like, I'm yeah, not gonna give you yeah, everything, yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna give. And so they're praising him for. And I, I, I don't mean to. I'm gonna talk about this in the, in the album review, but I don't mean to knock him for it because what he did was make so, a whole bunch of different songs sound good, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So he should be praised for it, but it's like, is that really the album of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get. I, I get exactly where you're going for it's. Because reasonable doubt could have, I mean, that was reporting from the front line for the hustlers, right? So that could have conceivably won a Pulitzer if we're looking at it like that. 
Illmatic could have won a Pulitzer. Right. Ready to right. Die could have won a Pulitzer because these are all very well-written albums reporting from the front lines of living in the hood and trying to make it out and struggles and, and everything like, else. Like, like any story, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, like not even just like like Kendrick and like and like the black story, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be like, I don't know, like motherfucking like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Like, you're like your boy, then your boy, like Avicii, like have 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 a song about like suicide or something like that. You talking about logic? No, like uh, the the like the 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 EDM uh, DJ dude. Uh, oh, Avicii. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Like, I don't know his songs. Did he? Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure he did. Like, the, the, he's he's a white guy. They do songs about fucking suicide. <laughs> did he jump off the chair with a bass drop? <laughs> Come on, yo! Come on, <laughs> yo! Um, he died uh, last week. So, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I stay away from them Chemical Brothers. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, like, I, I I don't feel like Dan was any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But it other, was, other than other than maybe like Duckworth, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no one like, else likes but us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy too, because now Ninth Wonder is a Pulitzer prize. You know what I'm saying? Deservedly so. Deservedly so. I've seen his process. I've seen him make music, dog. He. he he puts in work. You see, you see what happens, ninth, when you finally graduate from Fruity Loops. You see what happens, dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> but congratulations, K Dot. Uh, hopefully, this breaks open the door for more hip hop acts to be considered for higher honors than just you know what I'm saying Grammys, Billboard, BET Awards, Image Awards. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with those. Something wrong with the Grammys, but hopefully we can get more in there and that they start recognizing more better written albums, more full packages than damn, because they're definitely there's definitely more than just that. Because I'm like, I'm like, damn, y'all picked the wrong album. Hey, skirt. Watchman, watchman, watchman. This is your Watchman component of the week. It's a tie. This week, 24 years ago, one of the greatest albums of all time was released. It was written by Nasir Ben Alu Jones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do your Googles. Um, unfortunately, it's not as good as the second album, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a solid album. <laughs> and that's your Watchman of the week. <laughs> Shouts out to Illmatic. Oh man, I like I like that skirt. Boom, I like that skirt. Let's uh skirt over to another '94 act. Biggie was his mm. name was in the news this week when Snoop oh. Dogg claimed that he would be Biggie Smalls. If Biggie Smalls was still alive, am I correct in in, in the summary of that boom? Yeah, so that, that's exactly it. He said uh, in, in a radio interview uh, this week or last week at this point that um, he remembers when uh, Biggie uh, um, recorded that verse when he was. What he said, "I'm trying to uh, see our soft soups and uh, try to sell records like Snoop." You know what I mean? I'm interrupted by your doorbell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and he remembers. He he, he remembered. Uh, him playing that back for him and says and says that um, I am the incarnation of Biggie and Pac. If they were still alive, I'm doing what they'd be doing right now. Mm. That's real. So I find that supremely interesting because I find Snoop Dogg supremely interesting. He he recently just released a gospel album that's doing very well. Yeah. Prior to that, he had a reggae album. Yep. Um, and then he had like a. 70s like funk like R&B soul album like I, <laughs> right so my point being I don't know that this is what uh we'd see a Pac and Big but in the time that we saw uh motherfucking Snoop like rap we had no inclination that he was gonna start doing other shit reggae or you know what I'm saying 
believe in gospel. So who's 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 us to say that this wouldn't be them? I don't know. But like, thoughts. but like, not even just the music. You know, saying like, if you if you were watching your TV, you know, saying mm-hmm. at any point in the week, you know, saying. You may catch Snoop Dogg having a having a dinner party with Martha Stewart. Absolutely. You know what I'm right. saying? Because they are fucking best because they are fucking best friends forever. You know what right. I'm saying? Like that's not jail. a joke. That's not a joke. Yeah. They they both been to jail and, and like they're really friends. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying, you may catch him hosting his game show, you know what I'm saying, on uh, on GSN. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you may catch him on his YouTube Listen. show. Yeah, that's dope. G, the GGN or whatever. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, G, the, the GGN, you know what I'm saying? Like, but the thing is that Snoop is not the same as Pac and Big for one specific reason. Is that he grew up kind of in that realm. Like He went to high school with Cameron Diaz. You know what I'm saying? Really? So like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, so he, like, long, I'm, uh, I'll put a link up, but like, he has connections through schooling with some like A-list people that I don't know that, well, you know, Pop, you know what I'm saying, has a, what's her face? Uh, Jada Pinkett. Yeah, Pop. but it's like, I don't know that, like, you can see Big doing, like, you know what I'm saying, coasting Jeopardy or some shit, like, you know what I'm saying? But, to to Remy's point, though, if Big was still alive, maybe? We did, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, like, like, no, like, no homo, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that motherfucker's attractive enough to do, to do anything <laughs> other than rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, I, I, like, I don't, I don't want to turn my TV on to see to, to see a close up of Big's face. You know what I'm saying? Like, the music was dope. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, let's stay, let's stay there. Let's stay where we stays know. Gucci down to the socks. <laughs> All the way. However, you know what I'm saying? He does stay Gucci down to the socks. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, I could see Pac because like Pac did movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a he, he was a legit like decent actor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I could see, like, after a certain amount of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'd, he'd be up there for, like, an Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Right. For, like, best actor for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, given, given enough time, you know what I'm saying? But, like, so you're um, saying Pac would be Will Smith? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I think, he, I think he'd be, be like, I don't think uh, we would take issue to him like we do with Will Smith. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. But, like, people don't like Will Smith for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they they don't they won't go to see his movies and shit. Like After Earth wasn't a bad movie, really. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it was. I don't think it was a bad movie. It got like a three on Rotten Tomatoes, three percent. Yeah, yeah it, it is not. Was it was it that bad? Like nah, it wasn't. It is, it is not reviewed well. <laughs> but uh, I, I I do remember who said it. Was it Cannabis said it that LL wouldn't have his acting career if Pop was still alive. Mm. And that's to to some degree that's kind of true, right? I, I think that I think that's true. You know what I'm saying? That I sounds think like that, hate. That sounds like hate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I can tell you, I can tell you this: Pac wouldn't be on CBS. You know what I'm saying? Primetime. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be he'd be a he'd be a movie star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So then my second follow up question is: If we got um, Pac as, L, as as a hybrid between LL and Will Smith, who then is Biggie? And you got to think of the whole spectrum. So, like, there's yeah. other, like, like dope-ass rappers that just kind of, like, went into oblivion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, where do you think Biggie... Like, because even... uh, your, What's your man? um, BDK. Big Daddy is King. He's doing, like, uh, motherfucking small stage uh, goddamn plays and shit. Right. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Who... Shit. Who does Biggie turn into? See, I think the thing with Biggie is you have to add in the, the Puff Daddy... Angle, right? Because Puff Daddy stayed current. All he wants, all Puff Daddy wants to do is make money, be happy, and like do some new shit, some shit that's never been seen before, right? So, big uh, Puffy stayed real current with the reality shows and and all that, and and the competition reality shows. I mean, he came up with making the band. But did he, but did he perpetuate? The careers of the people you got signed to him, because you, as you well know, Diddy is a two album dude. You're right, but I I also so think Big had two albums. Carl Thomas had one album. One Twelve had two albums. Faith had two albums. But I also I, t- I also yeah. think a little bit of that comes from Biggie dying. Like Biggie dying threw a monkey wrench into everything that Puff Daddy had planned. Right. So 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 Diddy so Puffy. I'm sorry. So Biggie dying made Puffy cut every other artist after two albums. No. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Locks didn't make it to two. Locks won. That's what I'm saying. Locks won it out. Locks won it out before the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think of like motherfuckers who wanted to stay and, and motherfuckers who got more than two. Big dude? Yeah. I'm not checking it out. Shit. I don't know. But like, but, but boom, to answer your question, he'd be, uh, Rick Ross. Mmm. They, he, like, he, he would, he would start, uh, like, uh, like, like a business, like, I, I, like a cash business. I could imagine, like, a car wash or some shit. And then, mm. and, and, three albums. They'd be uber successful, you know what I'm saying? And at least in the, the motherfucking tri-state area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to Biggie's car wash. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, I'm going to Biggie's wing joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm going to Biggie's Versace, uh, Biggie's Versace store. His Coogee, uh sweater shop. Yeah. Boutique. <laughs> <laughs> the Wu-Wear store. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. But I guess going back to, to the heart of the matter, is Snoop what Big and Pac would be if they were still alive? I think so. I, I agree. I think so. Because I think that at some point, both of them leave both of them still do rap but they leave rap in the way that snoop leaves rap right like snoop still raps but it ain't just a straight ass album except for that what was that dope joint that we all like um that came out last last year Mm -hmm. that joint was dope so i i feel like biggie and Pac would do the same thing right they would come back to hip-hop to make something dope but then go right back to what they're doing with their reality show like Biggie would be a reality show dude, I guarantee it. Pac would be a movie star, definitely. Um, so, 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 which seems accurate because I think um, Snoop is a hybrid of both. So, like yeah. Snoop has a whole bunch of products. He has the G Pen. He has stuff that he puts out. Right. He has a television show. He has all this stuff. But he also still produces music, and he's also on TV. So, I guess Snoop is what Pac and Big would yeah, be. Yeah, I I see. I don't see any outrage to this, you know what I'm saying, to the to this hypothesis. I don't I don't see any problem saying it sound it's it does sound ridiculous on its face, but once you drill down to it and the way that culture has changed, but you always have to throw in that caveat of if Biggie and Pac are still alive, what kind of culture shifts don't happen if they're still alive? Like, do we does Biggie move into the flashy bling bling music? And does that shift happen if they're still alive? Does Pac move into that? You know what I'm saying? Or does or or do we end up with snap your fingers, do your step? Or is that inevitable? Like, you know what I'm saying? We I guess we'll uh, never know. I I mean I feel like Southern music was inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like at some point they were gonna they were gonna emerge onto the motherfucking stage of uh, of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and 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 have and claim their and, and stake out the end of saying their little their little circle. Whatever. So like, but the but if your question is, does Biggie end up doing like trap records? I think he does. Mm, that's interesting. I think he does because we because because we heard motherfucking uh bo- him with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, yeah Bone and Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've I've heard him on. Have I heard him on records with uh with like Bun B? No. I don't think he nah, ever got Biggie duets. You, the Biggie duets. Yeah, on Biggie duets. But I don't <laughs> think, probably, he never yeah, got to that I'll point. Probably think of but I think he would. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's it. Like, get, like, get, give it enough time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pac, Pac wins the Oscar. Right. The uh, Biggie does the song with motherfucking T Pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like give, it, give it enough time. <laughs> you know Anything what? That, that would be interesting too if that if it was to happen in a way where. Biggie goes away from rap for, you know, two years and comes back to it on a T-Pain record or or, or a Rick Ross record like that, that it, it just happens just to be that way. That would be interesting. So, yeah, boom, not not as crazy as I thought at, at the beginning, at the outset of this. Snoop is, Snoop is a smart guy. He wouldn't say he wouldn't say he wouldn't just be saying crazy shit. You think Snoop sat back and thought about it? <laughs> I, put, I put in the uh, the chat the picture of him and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And here I thought Snoop was on the mean streets of, of Long Beach. You know what I'm saying? Cripping it up. 
He in school with Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He said, the, the, the headline says he was her dealer in high school. <laughs> like, come on. Well, fellas, speaking of wheeling and dealing, the NBA playoffs oh. are in full effect right now. As we record oh, Sunday night, oh, shit. April 22nd, shit, uh, only Talk the Pelicans shit, have moved on into the second round. However, well, with the vicious sweep, you oh, know what I'm saying? I might add, but yeah. Shouts out to Dame Lillard. Got more time back in the studio, homie. Right. We need that album. <laughs> we, need that, we need that mixtape, homie. Um, but let, can we talk about the most exciting series besides the Pelicans? Although one is tied, 2-2. Two, two. No, definitely not that one. No. We want to talk about the Sixers, my Sixers, at this point being up 3-1 on the Miami Heat. Went down to Miami, won both games. Uh, it turned out to be an old-school 1996 physical basketball game. Oh. The most personal fouls so far. Mad technical fouls. You got Dwayne Wade throwing dudes around. You got dudes getting hit in the nuts. Uh, being pushed around, you know, words flying back and forth, uh, vicious dunks, all types of shit, man. And uh, you know what I'm saying? All I got to say is trust the process. Hashtag trust the process. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Uh, your, boy, your, boy, your boy Embiid is legit, dog. You know what I'm saying? MF, I, I, MFB. I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> your man MFB is legit, dog. I, like, I, I, I just been watching him play, like, even more so than uh, his motherfucking... Uh, Partner in crime, Ben Simmons, dog. Mm. You think he's like, like, more yo. legit than Ben Simmons? I think so. Mm. That's interesting. I think so. I, like, I, like Ben Simmons, while he while he will be great, you know, what I'm saying there's something to be said, you know, saying about like Embiid, like doing old school big man shit in the paint, dog. Like, like the foot, like the footwork is immaculate, dog. Mm-hmm. I see him. I seen him hit. I seen him hit a big man with a euro step. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. off a catch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't teach that, dog. Bro, his euro, <laughs> but his euro step, like dog, he can make it from the foul line to like underneath exactly. the hoop with one euro step. <laughs> that shit is stupid, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like he he dunking. You know what I'm saying? He start the euro step at half court. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ends in a dunk. So, all right. For the listeners who don't know, Remy, correct me if I'm wrong. A Euro step in basketball is when you take one step laterally and then take a second step also laterally, but forward from your previous step. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's basically you're allowed to, once you pick up the ball in basketball, you're allowed two steps, you know what I'm saying? Um, Traditionally, you know, saying those two steps are, you know, one after the other, like, like in in a forward direction towards the basket. You know, what I'm saying Euro step switch that up. It was like, all right, you can take two steps, but the two steps go wherever you want them to go. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're trying to if you're trying to shake a dude, you know, what I'm saying like you might take one step left and then another step and then another step forward, or you might take one step left and then another step right. You know, what I'm saying and and those are your two steps. It's not traveling. Right. Unless you're James Harden, you know what I'm <laughs> but um, well, it's it's an improvement that 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 the uh, that that white trash in Europe, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> brought brought to the game, you know what I'm saying. Salute to them, you know what I'm saying. Like we, we needed a white man, we needed a white man, you know, to say to 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 improve ourselves, right? You know what I mean. But um, what I will say is crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go off that. You know what I'm saying. What I will say is interesting about this uh, year's playoffs is that we see a lot of like um, teams, motherfucking playing better than superstars. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you have, you have like the uh, Utah OKC uh, series when you have Paul George, uh, motherfucking Dub. And uh, Carmelo on on that team versus you know what I mean Donovan Mitchell who who is a filth bucket dog mm-hmm. that motherfucker is not, nasty though but it's not Donovan Mitchell they have a squad in Utah Ricky right. Rubio had like thirty couple months and Ricky, Gobert yo who knew Ricky Rubio could ball yo <laughs> like I, I, like I had no idea <laughs> the same thing with the with the Pels 
So like the Pelicans play, you know what I mean, Damian Lillard and um your man Jokic 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 and uh what's the joint? CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Oh, it's a wrap. They're the three seeds about to be over and they not, and they lost. Not uh, play not playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and lastly, you see what this uh Indiana motherfucking Cleveland joint, like everybody's man. like, Oh yeah, LeBron's gonna make it to the playoffs. But you feel the re- like uh Indiana only had one nationally televised game this year. Only one. Wow. So wow. I didn't know that. So m- most people didn't know like what to expect from them. You know Lance Stevenson, you know Oladipo, but they really played good basketball. Yeah. Like team ball. Yeah. And and uh that's what you're seeing now is 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 is, is, winning. is winning. Right. Yeah. And and they're and they're kinda young too. Right. So yeah, no, I absolutely. Um I think a lot of people just off the strength of LeBron said, well, obviously they're going to be Indiana. But like you said, boom, because Indiana only had one nationally televised game. The people who don't really watch ball like that don't know what to expect from this team. They had no idea that they could play like a team like this to take Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, to the limit that the way that they're taking them. So Mm -hmm. the Sixers almost played the uh the Pacers in the first round which uh a lot of people here in Philly were scared of that because while we are a great team we don't have like the the we don't we don't have the experience that the Pacers have collectively so we it would have been just as good a series uh, uh as us versus the Heat as it would have been us versus the Pacers and probably more so, uh, it'd probably be, you know, 2-2 two, two right now. Or maybe even the Pacers up 3-1 because the Pacers are a complete team. But, like, but you know, but it's a, I saw, I also see, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of players, a lot of players that you wouldn't think were, were, were good. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like stepping up, like, I had no idea your boy Oladipo was this nice. Though. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, they said they said your man Oladipo got nice because of Westbrook. They yeah, were like, yeah. that, that year he, sent, he spent in the OKC showed him how to, like, how Dub, like, doesn't take no days off and goes hard. And how mm. every possession he, like, it's, it's all 125%. And they said that, like, this year Oladipo has changed his body. Like, he's leaner. He's fucking stronger. And he's, like, more locked in every... Every possession, so like, you know right. what I mean, he wasn't doing this shit last year. That's true. No, he wasn't. But like, but but he was also playing behind, you know, saying uh, Dub, you know, what I'm saying which is uh, I like I don't know how many buckets you're gonna get, you know, what I'm saying with, with Russell Westbrook on your team because he's because he's trying to get that triple double tonight. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> you know it. He's he's boxing you out for the for that for that tenth board. You know, what I'm saying, but uh. <laughs> But like not even just like Oladipo, like you know, like like I like I mentioned like your boy B, like I didn't like I didn't and that's to my discredit, you know what I'm saying? Like I like I didn't know like I and I didn't follow. Yeah, right. I didn't follow like the Pacers, I didn't follow like the Sixers. Right. And I feel like and I feel like uh, that's what's happening to these teams is like like uh like the Blazers didn't really pay attention to the Pelicans, it's like, but you should. Right. Because motherfucking Browse is a fucking beast and Playoff Rondo is a totally different animal, right? You know what I'm saying from from right. from from that dude who was uh, duffing people out in the motherfucking Chicago lo- <laughs> Chicago locker room. But t- you know so saying? to to your point, boom, we see this shift in uh, we see the shift from individual play. E- I mean, even the Rockets, which is James Harden, but you see the Rockets playing. More as a team, right? James Harden isn't a one-man show. It's not just him. It's not just Chris Paul. So with that being said, that change from superstar individuals to teams, where do you see televised basketball going? Because if nobody, if, no. if the Pacers only have one nationally televised game, but they're the, whoop, the seventh seed and they're playing like this. No, I'm sorry, the sixth seed and they're playing like this. If you have the Pelicans weren't nationally televised and they sweep Portland, who also didn't have that many televised games, um, like 
what what there's, what's going to happen with nationally televised games? There's no correlation. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't want to watch the 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 most fundamentally. You don't want to watch team. good basketball. No, mm. nah. I'm from I'm from New Jersey. You know I want to see I want to see dunks though. I'm from New Jersey, and when I was in high school, I went to a a game at Princeton University. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And if you any if you know anything about Princeton uh, University and Princeton basketball. Like it is the most fundamental. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't get more fundamental than that. It's literally like you know what I'm saying three, maybe five dribbles. You know what I'm saying <laughs> during a possession. Not like no, no jokes. Yeah, like, 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 they, yeah, like you're, you're laughing, but he's not joking. I know that's why it's I'm the Princeton office is fucking awful, dog. <laughs> you imagine my, like did you have to run that shit in, in high school? Boom. Nah. Oh I, my. I, I, Bruh, Nigga. halfway through the first half, I was like, yo, we can leave. And he was like, no, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Like, I don't want to watch you waste, you know what I'm saying, 33 seconds off the shot clock. Right. By passing the ball. Right. And then with one second left, shoot a mid-range jumper. And, and then people clap their hands. I'm like, this is not what I want. <laughs> a bank shot at that. Exactly. While, while this is good basketball, you're probably you know better than some other teams. We don't plan to see that. Like, there's a reason why people don't they don't put San Antonio on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good product. Did did uh Toronto have that many televised games? Not that I know, man. They were the number, number one seed. seed. Right. Like that's amazing, dog. That's amazing. But to I mean, to your credit, boom, you don't want to see great team based sports. I mean, uh, basketball, even if they're the number one seed, huh? I mean. You remember, remember uh, when the Patriots got Randy Moss? Yep. And it was like, it was just unstoppable. Like they were throwing bombs in, like they were just nothing. And he, uh, Tom Brady, I think he tied or broke the all-time uh, record for most uh, touchdowns in the season. Mm-hmm. Like that was great. Right. That was like I, I watched every bit of it because they might score a touchdown. It's fun. It's Watching the Patriots thing. now with their with their five yards, you know, crossing patterns or. Five yard ends, like I don't want to watch that. <laughs> you don't want to watch Tom Brady take a three step drop and hit a slot receiver on a on a crossing right. pattern for six yards. Even even with the running backs, like they, they might have when they had your man Legarrette Blunt, like he bust like a fifteen yard run. Like okay, they about to run the joint and then take his ass out, and he won't come again for like the next. He won't play against the next quarter. I'm like, what, what's going on? Here? Like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, there's definitely a correlation between good team play and excitement, basically. Right. Ay, ay, ay. So where 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 do we go with these playoffs? With you know what I'm saying, with with these fundamental teams winning, let's say it turns out to be, you know, the Raptors versus the Pelicans in the finals. Are you watching? No. <laughs> but the, the, the thing is that, and the problem is, and the reason why this doesn't completely hold up is because of the fact that, like, you have teams like uh, Golden State. Yeah. Who yeah. are ridiculously fundamental. They, 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 they play some of the, like, prettiest basketball. And they also have five fucking all-stars. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. we have Self-made. stars and we have fundamentals. So, like, it doesn't matter how good you are. I, I running the scheme, if you don't have a KD, a, a Draymond, and a fucking Steph, like, it doesn't matter. Right. So, with that being said, I still think the, um, I think the West is definitely more exciting than the East because you still got um, Houston playing Golden State, which are two teams that are very fundamental and play great team ball, but they also have a shit ton of superstars. Mm-hmm. In the East, however, I think it becomes more interesting. I think the teams that could play good fundamental ball would have an opportunity. Like, you might see a um, Toronto, uh, Philly, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You might see um, a goddamn Milwaukee, you know what I'm saying, make some some noise. But um, yeah, it doesn't matter in the, in the West, but in the East, I think it, it looms large. It, I think it definitely means that LeBron might not make it to the finals. Yeah. Um, just because I, he's I the greatest player, but the weakest team. I don't see it happening, though. They mm. like they might not make it out the first round. That that in itself would be a major story if LeBron. 
that would be what the first time in what eight years, nine years, right. ten years that LeBron doesn't go to a finals. Mm-hmm. That would be major news. But I think it's time. I, I, I definitely think it's time for LeBron to not make it to a finals. And at that point, he's leaving Cleveland and coming to Philly. Welcome to Philadelphia, LeBron. Um, I wanted to also get your guys' take, since we're talking about the NBA. I don't know if you guys saw it. I'll, I'll put it up in the chat. Complex did a 2018 NBA Awards. I wanted to get you guys' uh, take on it. Uh, their Their best posterization was LeBron James dunking on Yusuf uh, Nurkic. Yeah, from from uh, Portland. Yeah, that was that was their best posterization, which he completely obliterated them. Yeah. Um. The, <laughs> their pettiest moment was the Rockets. James Harden. Well, kind of. It 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 was the Rockets going over to the Clippers uh, locker room where Chris Paul led them through all of the secret back alleyways through the arena to get over to the locker room. Nice. Uh. James Harden is on this list for most savage ankle breaker, which happened mm-hmm. later in the uh, season. Was it a euro step? Nah, no. it was a it was a step back. Uh, Wesley Johnson, I think. Yep. Oh, that's the joke. That's the joke. When you stopped in and, and, and let my man recover. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. From the devastation. Yeah, crossed <laughs> cross through the legs as my man was on the ground collecting oh, himself. Man. Stepped back behind the three point line, stared at him for a, about a legit two seconds. Stared at him. He licked his lips and then he shot the jump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll fuck uh, with Jay's hard, but uh, respect to that, you know what I'm saying? Right, respect to that joint. <laughs> um, they 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 made up an award called the best nutmeg and gave it to LeBron for the behind the back through the legs joint that he did against the Sixers. By accident, where he threw it behind his back to himself through Tristan Thompson's legs yeah. between two Sixer defenders, yeah. and uh, I, I would definitely make up a, an award for that. I mean, like, um, I, I've done that before. That happens. That happens way more often than uh, than you think. Like, I'm surprised. Like, it hasn't been caught. You know, what I'm saying in the NBA, really, like, uh, like a lot. Like, I've done it. Like, I've done it before on accident. You know, what I'm saying like it happens, like accidentally putting it <laughs> through somebody's legs like that. Yeah, like behind, like literally, like behind the back. I was trying to split two defenders, you know, uh-huh. saying, and, and went through the and, and went through one of the defenders' legs, you know, saying, "Well, my behind, well, my behind the back." Was trying it, to pull was a it tight... Indian dude? Nah, nah, I couldn't, pull, I couldn't pull it off on Diddy Kong, dog. He's na- <laughs> he's nasty, yo. The motherfucker's fast as shit. <laughs> uh, they they gave the best social media burn to Eric Bledsoe because oh. On October twenty second, he went oh, on the, Twitter. Uh, the uh, I mean, the cleaners or the hairdresser or some shit. No, no, no. And he went on Twitter on October twenty second, uh, after a loss, and he tweeted, "I don't want to be here." That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So that one. And he's and he and they asked him about. It. He was like, "No, nah, I was at the I was at the hairdresser with my girl." Oh, okay. And he was, and he was like, I was at the, he said something like something real wild, like I was talking about, like I was somewhere I didn't want to be. And then like literally like three days later, he got traded. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, he tweeted out, "I don't want to be here," and then was traded to the Bucks. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, they gave the best outfit to Nick Young for wearing boxer shorts and a silk robe to game one of the Warriors Spurs series. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? When when you when you're swaggy P, you got to do what you got to do for the culture. Um, when you get rid of the teammates that snitching on your ass, you, you lighten up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you level up, and then they gave the worst outfit to Russell Westbrook for the pastel suit without shirt with his chest out in in the uh, oh, dub chain hanging low. And then uh, they gave the Yakub Award to TJ McConnell, my backup point guard, the Scrappy White Guy Award. Uh, my man, my man is Scrappy. He's the, he's the guy, Remy. He's the guy on the court that you hate playing because he's like, yo, why are you playing defense so hard? Like you, mm-hmm. 
We're, you're not in the league. Why are you playing defense so hard? What are you it's doing? Time out. Like, why you he, right. <laughs> like you two minutes into the game, you know, he got the full lather on, dog. Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> mad sweat beads, huh? Hey, man, hey, like he makes sure he puts his whole body on you. You know what I'm saying? When you're boxing right. out, he's like, "Yo, come on, V." Like I was he's clean when I came on the court, dog. Like he's a dude that tries to box you out on the first shot of the free throw. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he's the dude who plays full court. On a half court game, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they gave the classic Lance Stevenson sequence of the year to Lance Stevenson celebrating a block that he had. Then he got dunked on. Then he got dunked on. Yes, he stuffed Dwight <laughs> Howard, and then he flexed so hard that uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist got the ball back and dunked on him right behind, right behind. Him. <laughs> So that was your uh, complex 2018 NBA awards. I found it funny to read. I'm, I'm gonna put it up in the chat. Put it in the show notes so y'all can see it yourselves. See the videos. Oh man! So who who do you guys have in the finals while we're here? Remy. Shit. Um. I I, I want to say Golden State. Holding your uh, feet because because Ooh. motherfucking uh yeah holding their feet in the palm of their hands because motherfucking James Harden and Chris Paul are a fucking ticking time bomb as to when they're gonna fail you in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> but the hope is if we got two of them, they're not gonna fail the same time. <laughs> no, they're just gonna fail twice as hard, boo. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that just means they get that just means they go to the second round and fail. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Uh, but like um, two it's, gonna, it's gonna be Golden State. It's not gonna be Cleveland, dog. I'm mm. trying to think who looks good. The Sixers look all right. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can keep this up. Like this is only first round. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can keep this up. They young. They young. Motherfucking. I can see it. Motherfucking. Uh, attempt to gumbo's face, dog. He's fucking mm. tired of losing. I don't mm. think I don't think it's gonna help him this year. You know what I'm saying? But like that motherfucker might make a finals run. You know what I'm saying? Like next mm. year. Interesting. Um. But this year. But this year, I hate this. So you see, like, cause Toronto is another team of those motherfuckers that just fucking blow explode on you in the motherfucking uh-huh. like pause. semifinals. Pause. You know, pause. Uh, uh, no, play. Black. <laughs> no, Black. but like, 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 it's only it's only a matter of time before motherfucking Kyle Lowry loses his shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and it's totally taken out of the series. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the Philly in them. Yeah, but like, um, shit. That leaves, that leaves you what? Uh, Boston and motherfucking uh, shit. Motherfucking Wizards ain't making it out. Yeah, Boston and the Heat. Between Boston and the, and the Heat, Heat about to lose to Sixers. So <sighs> Boston then. Look. Boston, Golden State. God, that's fucking awful. That's that fucking terrible. terrible. No one wants to see that prediction. shit. <laughs> like I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping like Golden State runs into a because they be they be playing the Pelicans in the next round. I believe so. Yeah, at least like, I hope I, so. Like, uh, like I want, I want Chef, right? I want Chef to get a motherfucking dose to play off Rondo, dog. Mm. It's just, it's just the motherfucking the the low key goon that Rondo is. You know what I'm saying? When when, when the fucking lights are on him, dog. Yeah, it would it would be Golden State <laughs> Pelicans next round. Yeah, that's what we looking yeah. for. I want I want to see I want to see motherfucking Rondo like like put one of them sharp ass elbows in, in, in chest grill in a chest mm. grill. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. that's what he do. Rondo play dirty as shit. Yeah, yeah, he's good, but he's nice with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, boom dynamite. Who you got in the finals? I got the uh, Golden State Warriors versus the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. <laughs> Sleeper pick. Mm-hmm. Sleeper pick. Though the Nets are in the playoffs, so who do you have in their stead? Uh, I don't. I like I, the East. Like I said, it, it's so crazy to me because, like you said, for so many years it's just been an LBJ. Like you write him in. Yep. 
But to be honest with you, and no shade, you know what I'm saying? I just don't see anybody that's that's out there like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Warriors, you know what I'm saying, nearly swept the uh, Spurs without Steph Curry. And your man, uh, Clay had a broken wrist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So they like, saying, but like, and, and Popovich's wife died. So we were saying, but like, Popovich had a dead wife too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, which which handicap like outweighs the other one? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. No, but I think I think that, I think I think Pop's wife is like a strength. I think like like they pulled together and they played for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they, they won. They won today, right? Yeah. 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 So like. That, that's their one game. Like, but they were they were never gonna get swept. You know what I'm saying? The Spurs aren't a, a, a sweepable team, are they? Bruh, it's not about the Spurs like being the terrible. It's like the fact that like uh, they don't have the firepower. Like, regardless of Kawhi, like yeah. the fr- that whole the, the whole fucking plan sucks. Like Kawhi and uh, Aldridge is not beating nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for yeah, real, they need more people. So, like, yeah, they're gonna lose anyway. I don't know if they're gonna get swept. They're gonna lose. They just don't have the firepower, right? So I don't, I don't even know like half the people on the team, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pass, Ginobili, Parker, like, Aldridge. It's like what is that? Like, but what is that not been the case? Eight. What is that ever not it's been like, the case though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like insert your random light skin dude. You know what I'm saying? With a fade. <laughs> what's that ever not been the case though? You know what I'm saying? Like for the longest, it was motherfucking Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, dog. It didn't matter who the fuck else is on the team, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but they had Big Shot Bob though. Right. They did. At, at, at one point, they did. You know what I'm saying? That's a big shot, Bob. How many rings he got? He got like 13 rings? I don't know. Five. He ain't got no 13. 100 rings. I don't know. It doesn't matter because in the playoffs, he's making a three-pointer after not making one basket the whole year. He's going to make that three-pointer. We know no, that. No, because like, don't he got two with Houston? Don't he got two with uh, San Antonio? Don't he have like three or four with the the Lakers? You know four the Lakers. Hang on, Google will tell us. You know who I'm looking for, Google. <laughs> Robert Ory. Zuckerberg is is frantically googling for you right now, Doug. Like, <laughs> he's like Robert Ory's social security number is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seven-time NBA champion. Yeah. 94, 95, 2000 to 2002, 2005, and 2007. Respect that man, dog. Big He's from winning team to winning team, dog. Doing his shit. You know what I'm saying? Doing the same shit every team, dog. He's like, don't call me until there's eight seconds left in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like... My man's stat line is 3.0 assists, zero rebounds, zero steals. But every, every fucking shot mattered, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that dunk, man. You don't feel that dunk. <laughs> he yelled on somebody hardy shit. I can't remember who it was. It was like a game country. He was playing for San Antonio. Mm. He scraped the rim on that jump. He barely made it. <laughs> so, boom. Who do you have in the finals, though? I don't know. I, I have Golden State. I don't know who the East representative is. Okay. You don't want to take a wild guess? The Nets? That's your wild guess? I, I have no clue. Like the, the, I've not seen anything on the East that was like, this is it. Mm. Okay. Lucini on the mic. Well, my prediction is Golden State. And as much as I want to say the Sixers, I will say that it might be like, a Boston, I might agree with you, Remy, a Boston or a Toronto. Like just a team, a team who is playing well together, a, te- a team who has like the motivation, the firepower. Like I think the Sixers have it, but I don't think they have the, uh, I don't think they have the experience. Um, I mean, we got J.J. Reddick, who shout out to him. He's never missed a playoff in his career, ever. Oh, what? He's always been in the playoffs. Yes, every year that he's been in the league, he's been in the playoffs. Like, I, like, like, yeah, I was, res- like, I respect him because he's one of the motherfuckers that shows up to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like basketball is his is his nine to five job, dog. <laughs> 
That motherfucker never sets his feet for shit, dog. He's never <laughs> set his feet to, to hit a three-pointer. Matter of fact, when he sets his feet, he misses. It's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a Golden State, uh, Boston, and Golden State winning another championship, unfortunately. I would, like, I would, Steph, I would just love, I would love to see, I would love to see the motherfucking, uh, like Golden State Sixers, like in the finals. Yeah. And oh, just the could, Sixers, and them. the Sixers just destroying them. Just destroy them, like just not knowing any better. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, l- I love to see ignorance win. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> dog. <laughs> I- and, then, and then when they win the championship, Rihanna comes down. Yes. <laughs> yes. You see Rihanna on Embiid's arm. Dog, I would pay so much money to have Embiid win the championship just to see the amount of shit. That he will talk on Yo, social he's media. He's gonna pop so much shit. Oh my no. god! That's why we need to have this Philly motherfucking uh, Cleveland Eastern Conference Championship. So yeah. we gotta come to the game. Oh, we gotta come to the game for her boyfriend LeBron and end up leaving with uh, Embiid. She yeah. end up leaving with the mask on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fucking mask off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, I'm tripping. Yo, I'm tripping. I, LeBron's I, bro, girlfriend I, is Beyonce. I'm sorry, bro. I could just see a motherfucking like like Rihanna at the game. You know what I'm saying? And like a beat and B just stopping in the middle of the game, like snatching the mask off. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, you come, up, you come up with me. I ain't the captain now. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see MB like shooting two free throws. T- uh, he has the mask going over the sideline and like and like putting his foot up on the chair, dog. Like he was like, "So what you doing later, Ma?" Like, right. No, no. I, I can see him. Like he's the one who has to shoot the free throws. He takes the mask off, runs over and hands it to Rihanna. Like hold this for me for a second, Ma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> going to shoot his free throws and then running over and getting from her afterwards. But like, but you I know what though? You know what though? He wouldn't do that shit. He would find fucking Khloe Kardashian in the fucking like stands, dog, and, and give it to her, dog, because that's the kind <laughs> that's the kind of nigga Joel Embiid is. <laughs> dog, the lead, the league needed a Joel Embiid, dog. It, it did, needed yo. that. Like, like there's no characters left in basketball no yeah. more, man. And so, like, like it, for, Embiid is welcome, dog. It's Dub and Embiid, and who else? Was a, a little, a, a little Draymond. Yeah, little yeah, Draymond, a little Draymond, a little Draymond, Draymond, yeah, so Draymond talking shit. 